years ago, Dave and Patrick decided to start a podcast based on a very stupid idea, suggested by comedy icon Guy Montgomery. To watch the Phoenix lose a match by a large margin, and watch that game over and over and over again. It was not a pleasant experience to watch the game. down to the Griffin Theatre of Wellington for a live recording of the worst game of all time. Dave, how are you doing? I'm all right. It's You're right. Yeah. These yeah. people have paid money. It's been a long, a long day. It has Pat. been a long day. We've you been... made me get up at the crack of dawn. We were here 12 and a half hours ago sitting up yep. and we are here now uh, talking about our fourth watch of yep. the Phoenix Woo! versus uh, Melbourne Heart. 5-0 loss. What a time. Yeah. Four watches is easy. Four is easy. It's, it's a bit annoying because I want to tell the audience that it was really rough today. Nah, today was fine. It was fine. Yep. It was fine. Um, uh, yeah, okay. Oh, you wait till watch 20. I'll yeah. be hating life again as usual. Yeah, we tried to fit as many watches in before we came down to uh, Guzney Street to record in front of people, but um, we're very happy that everyone's come down. Um, uh, anything? Do you want to... Should we just jump into the list? I mean, I want to jump into my list Yeah. With, with the top item on here, which yep. is the one thing you've told me I'm not allowed to talk about. Yep. Because this afternoon, Pat, you told me your parents were coming. They're, in, they're at the back. Hi, yep. Mum and Dad. So, How you doing? Yeah. And there's one item I'm not allowed to talk about in front of your parents. Yep. And so I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I'm just going to say that they should ask you about dolphins it's later. Fine. Yeah. And um, yeah, enjoy, enjoy that conversation, Pat. Yeah. The front row was very important on this story. Yep. 
Yeah. Oh God. Uh, okay. So um, that's that. We'll move along from that. Um, you don't want to. You don't want to say no, anything good. on the topic of dolphins. It's all good. It's all good. Okay, um, cool. It's, a, it's like a, almost ten years ago that story now. Anyway. So, yeah, and it's yeah. still fresh. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the game wasn't that bad. But um, we did have company. Um, Mel, who was in the audience tonight, watched it with us. Yep. Um, we had sausage rolls, which were which were lovely. Um, we had some chips. It was it was nice. It was a nice experience. Um, oh, until. The 60th minute. That's when it gets really hard. Like I like I like the first 60 minutes because stuff happens. There's goals. We both like how good yeah. the referee is. Phenomenal. Which, which today, after watching the Team Wellington game this afternoon, was um was different. Yeah. Because yeah, the last few National League games we've been to have been pretty dire in terms of refereeing. And then we watched yes. this one and the ref's actually very good. Yep. He gives a yellow card immediately for kicking the ball away. Yep. He gives a yellow card immediately for back chat. And doesn't happen again the rest of the game. Yep, perfect. That's fantastic. That's how you're controlling it. I, I, like, it's very refreshing because the last two seasons, the referee has been a big part of why we haven't enjoyed it. Yes. But in this one, great. Woo! He's excellent. Yeah, nothing else to say about him. No. It's enjoyable. Um, Who is it? Uh, Jared Gillette. You, if you were here earlier, you would have seen the, the video of him. Um, <laughs> quite, quite up close and personal even. Yeah. Uh, you've now missed that chance. Um, but yeah, the 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 kick away I saw for the first time, I missed it again. You had to rewind yeah, you, the game. It's taking you four watches to see him kick like the ball. Like four away. and a half. I didn't really see it, but uh, Vila like, kicks the ball away straight away. Yellow card. Brilliant. Just on board with that. So yeah, yeah. That, that was I saw that in the first watch and I loved it. Mm. It continues to be a highlight. But yeah, it, yeah, only because the referees in National League not so good. Any and, referees in tonight? Yeah, there are some, which is problematic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so my 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 list starts off with um, at the top of this footage, which is new this season for us, is that yep. they play highlights of other games from the round. And there's a Sydney versus Perth game um, that I think Perth end up winning. Um, I don't think you've noticed this yet, which is no. I can enlighten you on this, but. You should watch the background when Perth score their goal past. Uh, oh, did someone fall down? Is it is it like a ball kid? No, it's not a ball kid. But one of the Perth fans just falls off his seat. <laughs> That's almost better. It's uh, is he like is he standing and trying to sit on? No, it or, he's sitting. Or he's just sitting and he's sitting and, falls. and he manages to fall off his seat. Wow. I'm, yeah, why didn't you clip that for us? Well, I only noticed it in the oh, watch today. All right, so. well, well, yeah, that'll go up on Patreon it, someday. It, we really look for those things. We're all still waiting for the gifts from season one. I mean. Yeah. Tonight would be the night to unveil them, wouldn't they? <laughs> it would, and you haven't done them, and, and I know you haven't. I have not done them, Dave. No. <laughs> it's a lot one of work. One of the themes of this podcast, for anyone who doesn't know, is that Patrick over-promises and under-delivers. So, season one, a live show was promised. Season two, a live show was promised. Season three, he's actually done it, which is fantastic, yep. and we're here now. Woo! But Big thanks to Fringe at the Griffin for, uh, but, um, for having us. But um, Would you like to try and list some of the other things you've promised and haven't delivered? I haven't delivered what we call Whisper, with a Y. <laughs> uh, that's not been delivered. No. Uh, that was promised in episode 26 of season two. And, and again in episode two of this season. Yeah, they sent me an email saying that they had, they had disabled my shop because I hadn't paid them. So um, <laughs> my online store has now been frozen. Uh, and so it's... Um, yeah, next wedding's a good one. Next wedding is a good one. Hi, Nick. Uh, does, does Nick and Ange know about this story? I think they Nick must do. Does. does Ange know about the story? Probably not. I mean, do we tell the story now? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Well, what was I supposed to get for Nick you, and Ange? You were wedding? getting um, beer cozies, like yeah. beer. 
Sponsor, stubby holders. Sponsor for tonight, Garage Project, out in the bar, go and get a drink. Uh, they, they had they had a bunch of cans at next wedding and we were going to get stubby holders, one with um, like stick figures of a, of a bride and then a groom with his shirt off waving around his head. Yep. Someone did up the graphics for you and everything. Yeah. yeah. And um, you promised you'd place the order and had you? No. <laughs> what, did, what did you say when you asked about how far away they were? They're coming. Yep, they're on their well, way. On their way. You, you kept that right up until the wedding. And even, even a few months after the wedding, you were promising that we're still on their way. Yep. Um, it's been a few years. Um, I, we were talking about this, actually. Yesterday? Yesterday. No, Thursday. About how many years ago that was. I, five. I suspect Nick and Ange probably know because it was, was their it wedding. Four. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> how many years ago was it? Four. Four. There we go. Yep. And they haven't arrived yet. Uh, I have conceded that I didn't order them now. <laughs> I've definitely owned up to that. Um, such a disappointment. Such a disappointment, yes. Um, but Timber's that's, that, shirt. That's that story. Timber's shirt. Uh, is there a Jess in tonight? No. No, she's not Well, we, I can't deliver that then, can I? No. Yeah. Did you even remember it? You had it earlier it's here. today. It's here, yeah, yeah. But that, that can't, that's not been delivered. That still hasn't been delivered. I can't claim How that How many years yet. ago was that one? Mm, nine? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Good. Uh, what was that? Sorry, she, lives in Tower. she does live in Tower. Um, but uh, <laughs> moving along to uh, the next point on my list, let's move along to things that I haven't delivered. Something that I have helped deliver, uh, which I love during this record today, is the Carlos Hernandez chant. Oh yes, Carlos Hernandez. Carlos Hernandez. Carlos Carlos Hernandez. Carlos Carlos Hernandez. Cunningham, Brocky, Boyd, Eiffel, and Fenton. Yeah. Thank you. Great chant. That's a feature of this game. Yeah. Because Carlos is obviously playing, and for the first 20 minutes, Carlos Hernandez chant constantly. It's, yeah. It's all we've got. It's, a great, um, great callback to the fact that he used to be good. I forgot that. It was he, terrible for the Phoenix. I mean, I had no idea he was going to be in this season until he turned up on. And he plays 90 minutes as well, yeah. which must be a, must a be lot a for Carlos. Item. Usually uh, he's rubbish. Usually he's at KFC by the 90th minute, but not in this game. Um, that joke will make no sense to nobody who has watched the A League in the last 10 years. So uh, um, that's all of you, apparently. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've, I've got an item that relates to a, to a player here as yeah. well. Um, so does anyone remember the chant for, for Hicks? I do. Anyone, anyone else? Jason, Jason, Jason Hicks. Hicks. Yes. Too many Hicks on the dance floor. Absolutely. <laughs> So I, I have a question for you, Pat. Yep. Out of, out of this team, best dancer, worst dancer? Oh. Now, I've seen a few of the players. You've seen quite a few of these danger, players danger. on the dance floor. Yeah. So um, you, have, you have some knowledge here, but you also, you know, there's, there's a few you wouldn't have been out for a night with. Best dancer, easy. Jeremy Brocky, 100%. Mostly because he buys you drinks. <laughs> yep. But that's Fair. a good dance move. Fair. Worst dancer. I got this. I reckon um, probably probably Manny Musket. Ooh, I don't reckon I, I don't reckon Manny's a dancer. That's a decent shout. Yeah. I, I've I've written down two names on, on my list. Who's your worst? My worst is one you haven't thought of. Ernie okay. Merrick. Ernie Merrick. <laughs> I, I just can't imagine him being a good dancer. I just I just can't see it. Maybe he is, maybe he's phenomenal, but I can't see I it. Mean, but I've also written down Jeremy Brocky. As best dancer. As best. But yeah. then, I, then I've ra- raised a related question yes. of ignoring, ignoring the dancing. Yep. Who do you reckon you have the best night out with and the worst night out with? 
Best, best night out is still Jeremy Brocky. I justified that. And I have also written that down. Yeah, correct. Worst night out. I'll tell you my answer before yeah. before you choose. Yeah, I reckon it's Kenny Cunningham because that shit is going to get violent at some point. He's going to start a fight. He's going to cause some trouble. Like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But that dude is angry, and being out on the piss with him. Some shit's going down. I don't want to be there. Yeah, but I see. I think that he's he's a classic Bess Up Barisha model where he when when he's on the field, like like he is just so focused on winning that game that he. Have you met Kenny off the field? No, I ha- well not really. I mean, this was like six years ago. But is, I, is I he remember like when field? he used to come back to the after party. He was just as angry. <laughs> yeah, only when they lose five nil or yeah, most games. No, nah, but no, nah, uh, always. <laughs> Welcome to third member of the podcast tonight, Tracy. Um, I should have brought a microphone for you, Tracy, so I didn't have to have so much problems in the editing room afterwards. But I'm please, no. you might fall again. Yeah, I'm worried. You're already bleeding over. I there. can't see much, but like I can't see much of the audience. But all I can see is the blood dripping down Tracy's knee right now. Um, and, and to be fair, while we were setting up, the show before us had to be mopping their fake blood off the yeah. floor. So, so it's quite a blood-free area up here right at the yeah, moment, but even though it was very bloody about an hour ago. It's very distracting. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to describe it for anybody else. Um, no. uh, what do we say to put blood on the stage? No. 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 Um, uh, great. Patrick's very proud of all the stings he's oh, put in there. Should we go to the stings? Uh, so I've, in, been, I've been asking for these for years, and he finally does yeah. it for a live show. So in our intro music, there's a bunch of like guys going like, "Woo!" Uh, it sounds it sounds something like this, like, uh, yeah, or you make me, you make me, no, Mister Fuck, you make me, no. There we go. Um, so this he delivers on, but you know, things for a wedding. No. When we uh, no, it's so your worst night out. Who are you picking? When we tell a good joke, Dave. If it's a really good joke, you standing, won't need that. Standing much. ovation. <laughs> no. Um. Uh, worst night out. Yeah. Who's well, it with? I mean, it's probably Manny Musket again. If he's not going to dance me on the dance floor, what's the point of going out on a night out? Have I got it wrong again? Is I, it? I don't know. I've already told you my answer. Yeah. I just I think it's boring answer. Audience, who do you think? Oh, you haven't seen the game. You don't know who's playing. Um, <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't take them out on a night. Oh, so. yeah. Redenton. Tracy. That's on our list, though. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, Matt Redenton, don't take him out with you. No, he was he 17. Is, he is 17 when this game was being played. Yeah. He doesn't actually look that much younger. Like, he doesn't look 17. No, he looks about the same. Yeah. Um, you got anything on your list? Oh, no, I'm trying to think of a different person I wouldn't oh, okay. want to go out with. But it's really hard to think of people you don't want to go out with like on a night out. It's easier to think of players you do. Like Glenn Moss, for sure. Good night out. Watto. Watto. Yeah, Watto's on, on the bench. Watto's on the bench. Um, he doesn't come on. Uh, we only make two subs during the game. So, um, yeah. Uh, which, which is, is surprising when you're losing 5-0. I you mean, don't think... The, 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 last changes, 30, the, the last 30 minutes, there is literally nothing happening in them that I think that is obviously a tactic to just like yeah. let the game ride out. It's so, I so mean, low he intensity. rightly identifies that Jason Hicks is fucking terrible and drags him at halftime. Like, you laugh, but he's all fucking horrendous. Yeah. Um, and we, yeah, honestly, every week it's just a nightmare. And I, I, 
I think I can't put up with much more of it, and then he gets dragged, and I'm like, thank God for that. Yeah. Um, um, we see, you see Matt Redenton warming up at halftime. The ridiculous thing is, at halftime, we've only conceded two. It should be a lot worse. And then in the next 15 minutes, we concede another There are a lot of warning signs early on. Yeah. There are a lot of chances that don't go in. Well, um, Willow has a great chance, and it's 1-0, that he kind of skies over the crossbar, um, that you would imagine he would be kind of slotting that, and he does later in the game. Um, but it could be 4-0 at halftime. That's How many good chances do we have in 90 minutes? One. Yep. And Kenny butchers it. Yep. That's it's it. Great watching. It's first season with no goal, Dave. No, and it, 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 it's why this game is going to be so painful by 20. At least because we, at least we, had we that, do nothing. Exactly. We had the, the Costa goal where he nutmegs three players to score in the yep. first season. We had the uh, Krishna penalty. I mean, it was a penalty, but we'll take yep. it. Um, in this game, there's just nothing at all. No. There's nothing to blame for it. They just play better football to win the game. And, and we have to watch it a lot of times. last half an hour. We keep mentioning yeah. it, but it's rough. I mean, you guys saw 10 minutes of it. That was the most entertaining 10 minutes. Because and, and we, the saw, crowd... You saw it one time. Yeah. We, the crowd, start like olaying every single Phoenix pass. <laughs> and that is so enjoyable. We, we hit that point and we're just like, we're waiting for the olays. And they're great. Uh, they're very loud. But um, the next on my, on my list is... Um, Oh, right, this. I went to the cricket last weekend. Um, <laughs> that's all. Uh, no. uh, Fair play. And uh, they, there was a bunch of rowdy, um, rowdy supporters uh, kind of starting some chants and things. Very familiar chants, if you kind of catch my drift. They were fever chants, but just repurposed for the, um, for the cricket. Things like... Um, like player-specific or... Walking in a Saudi wonderland, things oh, yeah, like that. Nice. Um, I no, mean, to be fair, we didn't invent... No, no, but they've like taken them. But clearly, it's like every single one was a fever chant. Okay. So um, my, my favourite was um, Stand Up If You Love Trent Bolt. <laughs> now, regulars at the, at, the, at the Phoenix will know that we butcher that chant. We do not do that to the chant of Go West by the Pet Shop Boys. We do it no. to our own chant. It has morphed over 10 years... These guys doing our butchered version. So, oh, really? They, yeah. I, was, I thought you were going to say they nailed it. No, they were doing furious. our butchered version. Because we've spent 10 years getting that wrong. Trying to fix and that. And I want it to be right one day, but... No. They, they, would, they did the horrific, stand up if you love Trimbold, stand up if you... And nobody stood up, which well, was... At, at yeah. least at this point, we've started something. <laughs> they, they've stolen it from us. This is, this is genuine evidence um, that they've taken it from Yellow true, Fever... True. Not that they've taken the overseas chart. I'm not sure. It's much better. I'm not sure that making a, a, a great song by a very, very good band and making it worse should be considered starting something. No, I, I think it should. It should. Even this podcast we've stolen, that will take anything. <laughs> the Pet Shop Boys didn't give Fever permission to, to start their. To, to butcher their charm whereas we had permission yeah but by butchering it we've Montgomery. avoided the copyright issue it's fine I'm not sure how you're avoiding that this evening do, no uh, do you know do you know what else is funny um, in our little bio we say that we lovingly ripped it off from <laughs> from worst idea of all time that phrase itself I stole from the musical Spamalot who said that was lovingly ripped off from Monty Python <laughs> the Holy Grail that's well done that's well done and it's been three years and nobody's noticed that so I lovingly ripped off the lovingly ripped off. For the purpose of any lawyers listening, however... I didn't do the, that. The, no, the reason, the reason we are playing clips this evening is for the purposes of a review. So yes. it's totally fine that you're watching a yep. few snippets We're playing as less, part of our current review. Less than 10, exactly, less than 10% of the game. We're not, we're not presenting the game. Nobody's paid to see the game. They're paid to see us. We just Correct. force the game on you. Um, 
Is that enough of a legal disclaimer? I don't know. Probably not, but we tried. Yeah. That looks really cool on there, Dave. That, that little, little thing I've done. Just gonna watch you that. spelt the name of the show right this I time. I did. Uh, that was pointed out last time we did a live stream that I spelt, I called it yep. the worst game of all time. Not the name of the show. Anyway, um, yeah, stand up if you love Trent Bolt. That was enjoyable. I had a little giggle to myself. Um, yeah. We're coming up to Anna Packon's husband, everybody. Don't worry. Um, yeah, do you want to talk about that? Oh, we'll jump ahead in my list. Sure. sure. Uh, we were watching the game with Mel, um, and she, she just said, that guy looks like Anna Packon's husband. Which guy? There's 22 of them, Mel. Um, um, yeah, and I don't know who Anna Packon's husband is. Nope. At all. So this really wasn't that helpful. No. Then she explained that they met on True Blood. And I was like, cool. Well, I, th- well I thought that, uh, that Mel was telling us that they were husbands on, uh, husband and wife on True Blood, which is even confuses us further, but actually husband and wife in real life now. Aren't they both? I, I think they're both. Yeah. Okay. Are, are they both? Married on the show and... And in real life. In real life. No. no. Great. Good bit. Um, <laughs> cool. Um, no one knows, so... Th- uh, thanks, Mel. Um, yeah, but, uh, but it turns out we went through about five minutes of pointing out every single player to Mel. Uh, it's not Jason Hoffman. It wasn't no. Orlando Engelar. We could, probably could have worked that one out. Not um, Ian Ramsey. Not Ian Ramsey. Uh, we did establish it was a heart player, not, yeah, not a Phoenix yeah. player. You kept asking about Phoenix players then. I, yeah, because I'm like, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be funny if it's, you know, Stein Heisegems. Same, same hair as someone's husband. He's bald. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it wasn't Marta Dugandic, but we finally found out that it was Patrick Vielhart. Yes. That's the story. Yeah. But better than that, I want to discuss which players on the field look like vampires. Great. Uh, Robbie Slater from season two, everybody. Uh, He looks like a zombie, not a vampire. Oh, yeah, okay. Wrong wrong vibe. Uh, On the field. I reckon Marta Dugandic. If you're going back seasons, the right answer is Parkhouse. He definitely is avoiding the sun. 100%. Sure. 100%. I mean, yeah, sure. Uh, can we count Parkhouse, though? Because he's what is not in the season. Like? Um, <laughs> I've been trying really hard to ignore you guys. No, I feel like the rest of the crowd might not understand. <laughs> like, I know what Draco looks like. He looks like uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, you're calling him Draco. <laughs> he looks like Slytherin. Good areas, Trace. Good areas. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, good. I'm going to... I mean, Ernie Merritt could be yep, a vampire. Like, yep. um, I could see that. That would explain... Although, although, don't they suck blood and stay young? <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say that Ernie looks old, but he, he doesn't look young. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, so, so by that argument, you should really go Matthew Redenton. No. And actually his, his father come back. I've got to it. play again under a new name. I know, I know that. Mike, Matt, it's very similar. It is similar. Uh, I know the answer to this, though. And oh, good. You're, you're going to 100% go with me, and we're really, really disappointed if you don't. But it's Andrew Redmayne. Yes. Yeah. 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 He looks so young in this game it's compared to... Confusing. We actually we had a little bit of time, and we started watching the Sydney versus Newcastle game when we finished watching this game. It's cheating, I know. Don't yeah, tell anybody. Th- third game of football for the day. We hadn't watched um, enough. And Andrew Redmayne has... His hair's, like, sunk from up here down to here. Um, yep. And so it's, it's that. 
It was nice though. In the in the in the Sydney Newcastle game, we got to see him concede. He was awful. I watched watched a few games with him not conceding. But he, do, he doesn't do anything in that game that we watch. Like no. we don't test him at all. There's the one moment where he comes out early when um, Hicks plays Brocky, and the one thing Hicks does good. Um, but then Kenny kind of can't quite get it off, and that's the only moment he's really tested. And even then, not really. Does he make a save, Dave? No. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's not Piney. That's not. It's Fred no. Dion. No. All right, well, no. Why not, I'll just play the clip. Here we go. I think Glenn Moss might even save this. Puts it onto the. No. I love straight it. Straight on the. <laughs> no. I love it so much. I love it so much. There was a lot of excellent stuff that happened before you arrived, Tracy. Um, <laughs> I fell over in the street. Okay. Uh, what's next on your list, Dave? I want to talk about the fact there were only four watches in yep. in season three. Yep. And you're already trying to cheat. Every season so far, you've tried to cheat. Yep. And, and some seasons you have. And you've admitted that you have. Yeah. Because well, he doesn't do the watch. The whole thing is watching the game. I try my best. It's, it, we, the result is irrelevant. Mm. We know we lose. I know every time we're going to lose. But at about the 60th minute today, Pat goes, you know, we could just turn it off. No one would know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we could do that every week, Pat. But we don't. <laughs> we watch the game right to the end. We do. And we're only four watches in this time and you're trying to skip out. But if we didn't tell anybody... <laughs> And the thing is, you've admitted in previous seasons. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't being serious. I, <laughs> I mean, you definitely were. Define serious. If I'd said yes, would you have turned the game no, off? I would, no. Like, Liar. There, there, is, <laughs> there, there is no point to this if we just go, we watched the game and we didn't. Like, we have to watch the game. That's correct. It's, it's why I don't like your intro video, Pat. And I know that's going to cut you deep. I want that to be a celebration video of the real world records we hold for watching these games the most times. Yep. But instead, it's sadness. We are champions in our field, Pat. We should be celebrating it. Well, you're, you're champion. Yeah, for oh, both seasons because yeah. you season. cheated every season. So, so that's what the video should be, celebrating me as the champion. I see what you've done here, Dave. It was seamless, wasn't it? And I'm not going to go with it. I mean, the, the point of the show, and the point of the podcast, and the point of the worst idea of all time is that it's hard. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. It, it was harder when we were apart, and we were just sitting at 1am in bed watching the game, because yep. I knew that in six hours I was going to record a podcast about it. But it's still not easy. And, no. and we take away the hardness factor, and it's, it's pointless. Like so, um, so why do you keep trying to cheat? But I, I don't want to celebrate the fact that we do this. Tonight's not a, why are we here with tonight all these is not people? a celebration who's here to celebrate us okay you could have cut that off with your little no oh right I didn't think of that no um, oh no I pushed the wrong button oh, oh shambles <laughs> um, uh, it's not a celebration and that video is, was trying to summarise to the, to the punters who haven't watched the games or haven't listened to all the podcasts how hard it is so I'm not going to turn that into a celebration no celebration of the Phoenix. This is like pointing out that the Phoenix have often been quite terrible. Yeah. And yet we still keep going and supporting them. 
Yep, and now that, you, now that you've turned that around, we're on to my next point. Great. Because I mostly just wanted to make you feel bad about that. I um, do. And you should. And you wanted to point out that you hold some little records for watching the games, <laughs> I and I don't it's, hold those it's records. Great. It's great. Yeah, um, okay. But no, honestly, this season I think is going to be worse because I feel less and less connection with this team in this game. So the, so the, yeah. other, the other ones, I don't know why, but it felt really like my team still. But because this season the Phoenix are away, you know, COVID and all, all the shit in the world means we're not watching the Phoenix play anymore. This is a team of players who there's a lot of young guys, a lot of people I don't remember or care about, and a lot of people who don't play for the Phoenix anymore in this game. They, they play for other A-League clubs, all of that shit. And we're not even playing in our own strip. Now, it's nice that we're at Westpac. I like, I like that we're at our home stadium. That feels good. But watching them play in red with a bunch of guys, you know, Carlos Hernandez, David Williams, you know, all these guys who are at other clubs, Manny, Vince, you know, it's a lot of players who don't feel like Phoenix players anymore. And then it doesn't feel like my team. It's very weird. I watch it and yeah. I feel very disconnected from it, but also like it's very familiar at the same time. In my head, the, um, the, the, the team that I would like to see is the, like the 2012 team with like Tony Lockhead yeah. and Mark Paston and Gold. The, the guys like, who retired yeah. as Phoenix players, yeah. not guys who left to go somewhere else. Whereas honestly, half this team left to go to another A-League club. Yeah. I mean, and then a few of them were just dog shit, never played football again like Hixie. Yeah, <laughs> well, he, he did play football again. He just went to a different level, a Hamish Watson level, his, his own level. Yeah, yeah, and see, Watto, that I would feel connected if Watto was there because yep. well, well, yeah, Watto. Watto is there. He's just on the bench. We, we, don't, see we him. don't, we do not see him at all. We don't even see him warming up. Like, no, we, no, we, there is nothing. no visual of Watto in this game. Yeah, I, I think I agree There's with you. More Dave. of you on the screen than there is of Watto, <laughs> which says something. That is correct. There's more of me on the screen as well. Yeah, I mean, Dave does actually appear during the game, um, and I've got this to show you here. If you're, if you're eagle-eyed... Look at me, folded up, arms, If you look up top, I'll see if I can get around here with my, with my thing. But um, everybody is standing up. There's Boxy. There he is. Everyone, we stand up on the fever zone. We never sit down. Dave, sitting down, arms folded. This is one of the few times I've sat down. Nick, sitting down, arms folded. Yep. Uh, I, li- I like Andy, who's, who's between us. Who's sitting, but on the back of his chair, so he's a bit higher than everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Really, that's a that's a poor effort, Yellow Fever. Um, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Where are you, Trace? Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, everyone's everyone's just sitting down. Like, well, th- to be fair, I'm sitting. Yeah, a lot of people are still standing, but this is one of very few games where I've sat down. This this game felt horrible, and so this is what 87th minute. We're down five 0 We haven't done anything since the goal in the 63rd. Yeah, and I'm just sick of it. The arms folded tells you everything you need to know. I'm, Dave's I'm done. not happy. No, Dave is happier now than he was at this game here. So. And that's quite just, I'm just going to take that away because it's quite distracting for all of you in the front row, all two of you. Um, yeah, it, it's hard, it is hard to feel connected to, to this game. Um, I feel like the Ernie connection, like the Greeny connection is kind of the biggest thing there because that, it's a big chunk of time in the Phoenix's history. But Ernie it's left and went elsewhere as well and he, he wasn't really ours to begin with. I mean, this game was so long ago that Ernie went elsewhere, then stole Matt Redenton, then got sacked, Matt Redenton saw out his contract and then came back to the Phoenix. Yep. Like... That's how old this game is. And Matt Redenton is one of the only players who is still a Phoenix player. Yep. And he's had that big big hiatus of the Jets in between. So, I mean, it's, yeah, I'm, I agree with you. It's hard. 
It's hard, mm. to, it's hard to feel connected to the team generally. Yep. Right now, having to go to the pub every week to watch the game, but this team is very old. No, and I, th- I think four watches in, the fact I already feel disconnected yep. is such a bad sign mm. how the rest of the season's going to go. Do you reckon it's that 30 minutes at the end that that's the reason for that? Or is it more than that? No, I don't, I don't feel that invested in the first bit either. Yeah. But at least the goals are good. Like the, goal, the goals are excellent. And I, so I'm not bad, mad about that. Like season one, yeah. we, we were so angry early on about that tackle. Yeah. That tackle is just horrendous. I mean, you saw it in the intro video. It is just a shocker. Yeah. And in, in the first, first watch of this, you thought it was a yellow card. And I still can't believe that. It's red all day. And I mean, it still makes me angry. By the end of the season, I was in full agreement it was a red card. And does anyone here remember that video, that, that tackle from the video, think that that's not a red card? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're all in agreement it's a red card. But there's nothing like that in this game, though. No, there's, there's nothing there's to be nothing. mad about. Yeah. They, they play better football, they score better goals, and, and we do nothing. And like I, at the, I remember at the time, I genuinely liked David Williams as a player. I thought he was yep. a good player who was very under-recognised. Now I feel that way even more, given he's had time at the Phoenix. But cool seeing him score three goals. But also, space them out, please, David. We're going to yep. wait for the 89th minute. Would that make it better if they scored, like spread out, spread out the goals in the second it, half a bit more? It made season two better because at the seventy-second yeah. minute there were still four goals to go, and so that kind of like was spread out across the last twenty minutes. You go, ah, oh, ah, oh, and every five minutes. But those oh. goals, those those goals were Barisha and Marco scoring them. That didn't make me happy. Yeah, <laughs> true. But mm, I mean, the, the Marco one in particular annoyed me. Just, just one of the sours, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, amazing! Sweet. Um, and uh, I mean, yeah, it's just. Sorry, I've been distracted by the fact that I missed an obvious segue between two of my points on. Oh, um, this, this you've been segueing really well tonight, I know, Dave. I'm just and I've missed one of the because, podcast because I've written down it's a cricket, it's a cricket thing again. Um, <laughs> How did you not write those together on your list, Pat? It's in chronological order. Wow, that's... Uh, we've skipped over a bunch of stuff to get to it, but um, the Black Caps versus England is what I've written down because uh, after the fourth goal. Fourth goal, I think. Um, Dewhurst talks about how the sound in the stadium is more akin to a game that's happening down the right of the basin reserve, a game of cricket. And uh, what, what, is, what is it? What does he say? He, like, he talks about how somewhat, it's ironic that the team in white are winning here too. Who yeah. cares? So do, you, do you think it's the Black Cap versus, versus England? Or do you just think that every team playing at the basin wears white? I mean, if it was a test, test they, they would. But it's only test matches at the basin at this point in time. So he's just referring to any team winning cricket, right? This is a fair point. I've but, caught him out. But I've, I've got him. It's been <laughs> ten. Years, it's been six years since he hasn't been commentating the football, and we've finally got him, everybody, on a technicality. I mean, I'm gonna let you have it. That's the best way. You celebrate that, Ash. Come on stage. Yes, everybody, applaud Ash. Hey. Thank you, Ash. I'll grab that one. Yeah, it's mine. Service around here is great. Yeah. Thank you. Amazing. Have you have you tried the have you tried the beer? The beer, the fringe beer at the bar is, is really good, yeah. Um, and, and so I, I just, do you think it's Black House, Black House versus England, or is it? Do you think that that's what Juhus is talking about, or do you think it's? Uh, I honestly have no idea. Okay, he's keep, just he's just talking about the cricket. Keep on. that in mind for future records, please. <laughs> I'd like to bring this. Up I don't later. think I'm going to gain any more information from what do he I says. Have any but but if we're going to talk talk here. about commentary moments, I believe yep. you've clipped our uh, favourite expression from the game. I have, no. yes. Uh, no, well, that, that's right up there, but there's two moments we quite like. There's another one. Um, uh, I'm just going to play it. Yeah. Please let me know if you think what he's saying is true. But he is tight as a blanket, as they say. As they say. 
Do they say that? No. Is that a saying? No. No. Good. It's um, tight as a blanket. As tight as a blanket, as they say. I love that he covers it. He's, he knows he said something dumb, and he's like, as they say. Who's he, they? He there moves, is no they. He moves it away from himself onto, um, onto somebody else, which is clever commentary. We should do that more, like project our own thoughts onto somebody else. Well, I want to... I wanna, I, it's not a funny moment, but it's, it's a thing I noticed today. Um, it's that they also just casually racist in the commentary. There's, there's one point, there's one point where yes, they... Yes, I spilt beer on myself. Yeah. It's good. Um, but no, in, in the commentary, they mix up Engelar and Gerhardt at one point, and he just covers for it. He's like, oh, Engelar with the ball there. Oh, actually, it's Gerhardt, and just carries on. I'm like, yeah, there's only, there's only one reason you mix the two of them up. But yeah. I think that's a good way to cover it. Like, Is it? Acknowledge your mistake, say that you have said something that wasn't true, and move on. Much like... I think Glenn Moss might even save this. But, um, no, you just move on from that. I, see, I, I, you make a mistake all the time. Yes, the mistake has racial undertones. Mm. Yeah, that's why, that's why I said this is, it's not a funny observation. No. I just noticed it today it and was is. like, yep, four watches in, I've spotted that one. And yep. I'm going to keep noticing it now. Speaking of noticing things, um, remember how they used to, they, they, when, the, when the Phoenix played in Wellington, they used to do signing sessions? Yes. Um, and they put oh, the, yeah, they're setting out the fences in the background towards the end of the game. What a fucking ambitious goal. <laughs> like, honestly, after, after we've been done 5-0 yep. and everyone's already pouring out at about the 70th minute, no one's hanging around to sign shit. You saw unhappy the, like, hardcore supporters of the Phoenix were at that. That would have been the worst signing session in the world. Like, a bunch <laughs> of players who have just been beaten 5-0... Having to put on a smile so little Timmy can get a photo with his favourite player. I mean, like, good on them rough. for at least still trying, but honestly, no one went down there, surely. Yeah. What, at, at what point do you think that they should... Um, um, <laughs> at what point do you think they should can the signing session? Like, is it 5-0? Is, is, is that the threshold? Is it 3-0? Like, where do you think that they, the threshold for, like... I, I probably think, not this week, lads. I think the problem is the security guards have just been briefed on a run plan for the day. Yeah, but the they're setting out a field as, as per a run plan. I think none of the players went over there. I don't think anyone actually tried yeah. to have a signing session. I what? think they just set out the fences and went, you know what, nah. we're not going to do that. Yeah. Nick, Nick, uh, there, was, there were a shitload of people and all the players went over camp. Yeah. Wow. I mean, fair play to them. Were, like, were they wanting signatures or to hurl abuse? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's been games where they can still be abusive. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think three nil. You should can it, right? Like that's kind of the threshold of like that was bad. The kids don't care. <laughs> God. <laughs> look at look at them pulling in the heartstrings. They're just children, Pat. They're just children. Have I ruined someone's child's dream of getting a photo with Michael Boxer? Is that what's happened? Probably. Yes. Probably. Yes. Yeah. I definitely ruined Tracy's dream of that once by, by jumping into the photo. <laughs> it was great. Right. Uh, yes. So I just wrote down the signing fence because I enjoyed that. Um, speaking of jumping into things, I've got a segue. I've got a segue. Uh, have you noticed Jared Gillette jumping over the ball right before no. Willow scores? Have a watch of the referee if I play... This is great that you can show me videos. Yeah. Watch the referee. Look at that. Do you see it? I'll play it again. Nope. The guy in the red. Here it goes. Boom. Oh, that was good. A little, little hop. Ready? Ready? Things have suddenly clicked. Boom. Yeah, this is well done. That's my shining light for the week, everybody. Oh, yeah. Are we doing, are we doing shining lights? I think so. I think... I think, uh, the, yeah, yeah that's, that goes that's the goal. That I'll play that in the background. Clicked. But yeah, this is my shining light for the week is watching that. And as a referee, oh, when, yeah, you make, when you do that, 
and then the ball goes in the back of the net. You're like, I did well there. It's like, it's like when you're playing advantage, and then and then the advantage. Shut up, Dewhurst. I'm trying to do a podcast. Um, when you when you play the advantage and then they score, it's great. So I reckon Jared Gillette in that moment is super happy. Uh, yeah, all you've done is find another reason to say the ref had a good game. He did. And he, yeah, he did. We, we need to find something he did wrong. I need I need to find a mistake that I can dwell on. Oh, he, he warns he warns because um, Norbo yeah. multiple times before finally showing the yellow. Like I think there's one time too many. Yeah, oh, well, he has that he has that massive spiel at him about the back chat and he wastes yeah. all that time. But he, he doesn't even give him the yellow. For that. Yeah, exactly. He, he gives him one in the first half. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I found the thing. He's still he's still okay, right, There's right. nothing. There's nothing to be angry about there. I'm very happy I did that segue. Patting <laughs> yourself on the back. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I noticed today that they start pointing out that uh, most of the, well, a lot of the crowd start to leave early, which made yeah. me realise that um, a lot of fans didn't even see this game once. Mm. Um, they, they saw <laughs> a, a good chunk of it like, and then gave up. Like a point eight. Point eight yep. of a game. And so, yeah, lots, lots of hardened fans never even saw this game the entire way through. And we're going to watch it how many times, Pat? 26. Yep. Lesser this season, thank you to the... Only 22 to go. That's not that many. (laughs) You know that's not true. (laughs) 10 is always the sweet spot where it gets horrible. It does get horrible. You were talking before we came on stage, you were explaining explaining the podcast to someone. Yeah. And and you were saying that you wanted some bad quotes in your intro video. And so all you did was you went to the episode called Darkness. Mm -hmm. And and the, the summary of that episode was that apparently... I go to my dark place. That was and you, very, you, had, you had a rich vein of quotes. That was a very I, fruitful trip to that uh, episode for quotes I don't even for the remember intro. it. You said, quote, I don't enjoy anything anymore. <laughs> yep, apparently. And that's, I, I wouldn't believe I said that, but you, you've played me the audio of it today. There was and proof. all these people, so. Yep. yep. Uh, you said that. What else are you saying there? Yeah, I mean, there's lots of things. Like, I trolled oh, through yeah. a lot of audio to find things that were relevant to the game and shoehorn them in. Um, but... Uh, I mean, yeah, we, uh, sometimes like it's definitely more fun not recording it over over like Skype. Over, oh yeah, over, uh, this was pre-Zoom days, pre-pandemic. Um, definitely more fun in person. At least we get to like have beers together and watch the game. But we're less likely to go to that place, I think, <laughs> so far. But we're not we're not at that sweet spot of ten yet. No, no. And it's gonna it's gonna come. Uh, Hankook, H A N K O O K. Do you have any idea what that is? Thank you. Is it? Yeah. It's on the advertising hoardings, and I spent all day like just trying to like work out what it was. Um, Spell it again. H-A-N-K-O-O-K. Okay. Have I got that right? I think so. Great. I thought you spelled it differently the first time, but the the recording will prove me wrong. If only there was evidence to the contrary. It's a tyre company. I've never really thought about how how it's said before, but I've seen it a lot of times. Hankook. Yeah. Hankook. I don't know. Is it silent K? Hanuk. Other silent K. Hanuk. No, it's definitely neither of those. Yeah. Um, what did you want to talk about then? They're a sponsor. It's in the background. Oh, that's yep. it. That's it. That's what I just want to say the name. Really, yeah. I noticed it. I mean, once once again, we've got a sponsor who's like a safety awareness campaign that seems to have weirdly have been a theme in our games we've chosen. But there's, there's a "Don't Drive Drunk" banner behind the goal at the northern end. Oh, that's the one that um, Liam Reddy was photographed in front of, right? Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Um, for good reason. Uh, but no, well, yeah, it's, it's just odd that we, because we had towards zero in the previous season about road safety, we've got it yep. again. 
I don't really know why, but apparently they keep sponsoring football games. I mean, it's a it's an audience, right? Oh, speaking of sponsors, we watched the we watched the Sydney game right after, and I was grumpy that Zero sponsors yeah. Sydney, New Zealand yeah. company. Wanting to sponsor an A-League team, they sponsor Sydney. Great. And they've even got a flashy like animation on yep. the animated banners where like a, 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 a soccer ball like bounces down that way for you guys. Wrong way around, sorry. Um, like bounces down the hoardings. It looks great. But do you reckon they've only sponsored Sydney FC because of the colour? Yeah. Surely. Yeah. But give the money I mean, to us. We could change our colours for yep. them. They'd yep. have a lot of money. Uh, but you, you threw a shining light out before. And I think, yeah, I, I, think did, we, I, I did. We, we probably need to discuss shining lights because... We didn't talk about that in our True. little prelude. True. So normally what we have is, um, and this is lovingly stolen from the worst idea of all time, they tried to find something that brought them joy in the game. Um, Jared did that jumping over the ball. It's, it's to try when you get to that dark place, which will happen and we're not there yet, <laughs> to still find something that brought a little a little light to the experience. Yeah. Um, we, however, being, being the dicks that we are, in season one, also invented what we call the shark cod, which is the thing you hated the most and you want to vent about. Yep. Um, we've, we've somewhat phased those in and out because they often only amplify the dark place. Yep. Um, but we're still early enough that I, I didn't write down any shining lights today, but I will, I will find one for you shortly. But I did write down a shark cod. Okay. And it's Mossy. Oh. Now, I love Mossy, but he is to blame for these goals. How many? I mean, okay. The second goal, yes. Second goal, he comes and, out and the Oggy that he scores. I mean, that's not his fault. Scores an Oggy, his fault. <laughs> that's harsh. <laughs> For the first time all night, the audience is on my side. Only <laughs> time. Yeah, only time. <laughs> and it won't happen again. I'm going to save his you, moment. You haven't seen the game. He's rubbish. He, I mean, he, he makes like, one good save. He's one and of, it's at five nil already by that point. Do, Admittedly, yeah. the, the first goal, nothing he can do about that. That's fine. Second goal. Entirely his fault. Did we decide that he was the only player who's played in all three games? No, Jura. No, Jura's not in season one. I, I can't remember. I think he's the only player that's across all three games. Um, and this is, I think, his best performance of the three. What? That was no, I don't believe that. That's, season two was his best performance. Prove it! Um, yeah, probably worst, actually. Yeah, I mean, I rescind that statement. It's definitely his worst. And, and given there's not that many people to blame. Like Hixie, I already called out. First watch, he is the worst player on the field by far. Yeah. He gets dragged at halftime for good yeah. reason. Yeah. Now, see, he, he was shark called week one, and we're not allowed to reuse these. We have to find new moments each time. So, so yeah. I've already used the worst player on the field. I think Mossy's right up there. I'm four watches in this week. He's my worst player. We should order a swish from him and ask him if he thinks this is his worst player. We could do that. Yeah. Because would you like to talk about how you didn't deliver on those for this either? You promised them well, for, I, the, for the live show. Yeah. So I had a voucher for Swish, everybody. Uh, if you don't know what Swish is, it's like Cameo in the US where there's a bunch of Australian and New Zealand sports stars. You can order a little uh, a birthday message or a, or a congratulations message from them. Uh, we had one from Archie Thompson last season. We had one from Dylan Fox. They were very different. Dylan Fox was sent off. We asked him about it. It was quite sad. Archie Thompson was just weird. But we were going to get one from David Williams this time around. I, I had a voucher. I won a competition with Swish, $50. It was going to get us a David Williams Swish, we were going to ask him a question. I forgot what the question was. Jake, do you remember what the question was for David Williams? You were on the episode when we talked about it. Nah, Jake has no idea. Um, Can we talk about that episode? No. Uh, and I forgot to redeem it before it expired. Yep. Good, good work. So now, now we're going to pay the $50 to make it happen. What? Yeah. He's a shambles. 
And so uh, we don't have a David Williams wish to play you on the projector, which would be the best time to play it. There, there's one other regular segment we, we almost always have, yes. right? Yes, I've which, got one. Are, are you going to sing it? What? Oh, that segment? Yeah. Well, I've got a quote from the game. Oh, no, I, I have a quote too, but do you, you okay. want to sing your song or not? Patty Barnes, party time, party time with Patty Barnes. <laughs> I went way too high, way too early. Yeah, um, and so so Patty Barnes' party time is is the most Patrick moment from the record. Yep. Now today's record has been a long day. So we were in here packing in at like nine o'clock this morning. Yep. Um, and it, literally, I spent the whole day with you. So I'm yep. I'm taking anything that happened today as okay. being part of our record. Yep. Um, and this morning we were packing in. We spent about 15 minutes looking for a, a crucial adapter this for this whole setup to work for us to be able to have you guys hear us, have the screen playing and recording the podcast. Last night, I got that adapter. I made sure it was in my bag. You, you, were, you were calling Ellie at home to see yep. if you'd left it there? That's what that call was about, Ellie, this yep. morning? That you didn't I, I'd gone through all of the bags, all of the stuff. We, we were just starting to go through again. I went through the flight case, looked across all the seats. Russ was out the back looking for it. He's a wonderful technical manager here. I was sure that I brought it and I had seen it today. Where was it, Pat? In my back pocket. <laughs> yep, the one, the one place no one and else could I, check. When I brought that out and I presented it to everybody, I was considered a champion of the room at that moment. No. I had found the holy grail. Briefly, until we discovered you had had it. It the was whole in time. my back pocket. Yeah, yeah. It was quite exciting that you found it, but yeah, that was yeah. definitely the Patty Barnes party time. Extremely Patrick moment of having yeah. everyone here setting up, searching for the stupid yeah. adapter that he's basically holding. It was great. Um, yeah, we've avoided talking about me dropping sauce on my show pants, which yep. is great. We're gonna. Move I mean, on your show pants that. are ripped anyway. No, I mean, yeah, you, just, you chose your good pants, and they're all torn. People. We wear pants all the time. Um, I've got a couple of things left on my list that I would like to. Um, I don't even know what I said. Um, there's a couple of things on here that I like to talk about before we wrap up. When we're, we're approaching oh, the end of the you podcast, you wanted to do a quote. We sometimes do a quote. Yeah, my quote for the week. We provide these with no context, but the quote is "absolute Dutch delight." The commentator said that during the game. Yeah. Absolute Dutch delight. I, I've got one as well, which yep. is um, "irony is alive and well in Wellington." Just a totally normal thing to say during a football game. So, yep. I know what that's referencing, and it makes sense to me, but not you guys. Yep. Um, I would like to wrap up by talking about, unless you've got anything that you want to... Well, how, how are we on time? Because I've, I've got a lengthy list of things to pay you out about in front of all these people. We're running probably, probably wanting to wrap up in the next five minutes. So I'll give you two minutes. Okay, well, let's... Let's talk about the episode we did last Friday. We did do an episode last Friday. As we walked on stage tonight, that episode went live for our overseas listeners. So yeah, some of you might have seen a tweet we did this afternoon saying for all those people who couldn't be here tonight, because we obviously have a lot of listeners in Australia and a few Auckland and stuff, that we wanted them to have some exclusive content as well. So we released that as we walked on stage. So they're hearing that now and you can't. So they get some exclusive. You're listening on your way home from the podcast. Yeah. Obviously, because you're hanging out yep. that much. For more content. Yep. But we decided that to bring a special vibe to that, we should probably record on a Friday night and get quite drunk. Well. Um, so that, that was the plan. Yep. Um, I decided that the way to do that was to, uh, <laughs> to drink Jaeger bombs. Yeah. That seemed like a good way to go about that. Really, yeah. really bring up the energy. So you might have seen a tweet when we were doing this last Friday of, of the first round of Jaeger bombs. Yep. Um, and we invited Jake along. Jake's in the audience, everybody. Fa- Give fa- Jake a round of applause. 
favorite favorite guest of the podcast. Yeah, mostly because we forced him to watch the game because he was your flatmate at the time. Yep, uh, absolutely. So he's seen but lots it, of the game. He's, he's appeared on quite a few episodes, yeah, and we were yeah. like. Feels like he should be along for the special, special yeah. exclusive yeah. episode for the overseas listeners. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, we got very drunk and I have no idea what we talked about. Yep. The only thing I remember, and this is, I'm only bringing it up so that more of you subscribe to our Patreon, <laughs> is that the evening ended with Jake singing Mbop by Hanson. Yep. He knows he does. all the lyrics to him, and, and he sang it yep. just as a Patreon-only special. Jake, so Jake, Jake, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, Jake, we're not playing it here this evening. We're not. We're not telling. If you want to hear that, you have yeah. to go on Patreon. Yeah, we're not saying give us five dollars a month and you'll hear it. But if you did that, you would hear it. Yep. Um, what, what, what did you discover the next morning, Dave? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna call myself out here. Oh, uh, the next morning. Yeah, you you brought two beers with you I to drink. Two beers. Yep, and two sour beers, Garage Project sour beers. Yep, and you, you opened both of them. How Correct. many did you finish, Pat? I think I probably had about one point four of them across the evening. No, way less than that. You oh, had, you had one was empty, and the other one you'd probably had a sip out of. Wow! And it and it turned out <laughs> they were light beers. No, one well. of them was a light beer. <laughs> so so while while Jake, I know for a fact, finished a whole bottle of wine, a couple of beers, and a decent amount of Jaeger with me. Yeah. I, I don't know how many beers I had, but I certainly had a few and a bunch of Jaeger yeah. bombs. You had one beer and a sip of light beer. So you know how you notice how I moved on to my second beer? Yeah. I've only moved on to it because it's colder than the first beer. Like that one is still uh, it's still a yep, good amount. There's, there's a lot of beer in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's very it's 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 much colder. But how many hey, of those have you paid for, Pat? Uh, one of them. No, none of them. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah. Um, a anything lemonade? else? A tutorial lemonade? No. Uh, anything else? We did no. a show. We did a show, another show in Fringe on on Thursday night called Numbskull, oh, yeah. where we went along and the whole concept was uh, try and make a cocktail that you don't know about. That's when the wheel make that cocktail. Uh, there was no tutorial lemonade on, and there was no Midori on the table, which was very disappointing. No. Anyway, we cut, that's a deep cut for old. old we won old the quiz fans. though. We did. Carbonation coming to us both in the same moment there, and mm. yep. <laughs> we both did a little bit at the same time, looking for each other to cover. Peeking, peeking no. behind the curtain there, too. Nope. Good. Uh, cool. Well, do you, do you have anything else you want to add in the main episode before we move on to the, the After Dark? Um, I mean, I've written one more note that yep. I'm not going to explain. Yep. Um, and only you and, and one person in the world will, will know what this relates to, which is um, during, the pod, uh, during the watch, you, you just decided that you love you a Lang. <laughs> I did say that. Verbatim. Love me a lang. Yep. That's it. Um, <laughs> I would like to wrap us up for tonight by saying that we are part of the New Zealand Fringe Festival, which is amazing. Um, get out and support other shows. There's a bunch of shows in here next week, including one where you can throw water bombs filled with milk at the performer, and that's part are of the show. Are you performing in that? No, no, I'm not. So <laughs> It's called Milk. Get on and see that. Um, but... Uh, as being part of the Fringe Award, uh, the Fringe Festival, we're eligible for a Fringe Award. <laughs> There's no way. That, that, that by default makes us eligible for Best in Fringe, which is one of the categories. And we're never winning that. If we now, do, I will genuinely be embarrassed. I know for a fact. <laughs> Other people are doing a lot better stuff than us. That is correct. Do you, do you believe you should win an award but for this? Or should it just be my world records? I mean, I, I, know, I know for a fact that we have a judge in the room who's very partial to football, so I think we got a chance. So um, 
but hey, that's, that's what I wanted to wrap up with, that we are making ourselves available to be nominated for Best in Fringe. Uh, I would just like you all to know that. Please tweet at, at NZFringe on Twitter. Jump on Instagram, hashtag worst game for, for Best in Fringe. I can make one for you, Boxy. It's, uh, it's, it's, a long, it's a long hashtag, but that's what we're going with. Worst game for the number four. Best in Fringe. There we go. Uh, tweet that at them. Uh, make it happen. If it happens, we'll be thankful to all of you. Uh, but I think that's what we went into for, for tonight yep. with. And, and just to say that we're not actually done, we will still be recording our Patreon yeah. special, so don't think this is the end. It's not. Audience. Just, just him stopping the record. Stay. Well, I'm going to push a button. I'm going to have to try and time. Usually we add the outro in post so I can time it perfectly, but I'm going to have to try and time it perfectly as we go. Um, but thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for listening. Jump on Patreon for After Dark. And uh, yeah, that was our live show from the Griffin Theatre. It is a hammering in the capital. Amen.